Bienvenidos a Radio Menayao. My name is Veroyeti Flores. And I'm Miriam Suela Perez, and we are two Latinx friends with wildly different music tastes. Each week we bring you music from the Latinx artists that we love, and this week we are having the Radio Menea Awards <laughs> with the most ridiculous best categories that we can imagine. Um, tell us about this category. <laughs> so since we're not going to the Latin Grammys anytime soon, this is what we're doing instead. <laughs> So this category, and these categories were kind of a, um, a collaboration. Um, this category, that this first song, is my pick for the category of Best Song for Leaving Your House Sparkling. So uh, let's take another listen to Tu Carinito by Luisito Ayala and La Puerto Rican Power. So I think the thing that, I mean, there's a lot of really good songs for cleaning. I think that's like one of the sort of like the hallmarks of like, I don't know if it's, I think it's the combination of like music and culture meeting, you know, that sort of like Definitely. Saturday morning thing. But the thing that I, that, about this song is like, it's like those like really strong beats at the beginning. That's like, bum, bum, bum. I'm just like picturing, you know, I've got like the, the escoba in my hand and it's like, boom, 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 you know, like there's just like this, does that make any sense? I'm not sure if I'm describing this correctly. Yeah, no, okay. I feel like dancing with your broom or your mop is like your ability to do that to a song, I feel mm -hmm. like definitely mm -hmm. can be helpful. So yeah, this one has out that. a song for mm -hmm. this category. Yep. But really any salsa. Salsa is like my go-to for, for cleaning music. Yeah, it's interesting that you say that because I was like trying to decide. I feel like for me, I I mean, I sort of shuffle through a few varieties of cleaning music, but I love some salsa. I love like also like a corny like tia type of ballad. So mm. that's what I went with. Mm -hmm. Um so um, that's definitely one of them, um, one of the categories. I love a disco also for cleaning, but it can be a number of things. But um, but yeah, salsa, I was like, should I bring like Hector Lavoe? Should I bring mm -hmm. like some salsa? Because that's like, I love like a classic salsa mm -hmm. moment for a clean, but mm -hmm. um, especially when we're like deep in winter time, mm. just like bring poquito de calor. Right, you need mix, some energy. You know? Yeah, you need some energy. So did you actually grow up with like a Saturday morning kind of family cleaning kind of situation? Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. I grew up with like, I'm, my hesitation is not about whether it was Saturday morning. My hesitation is about whether it was like every morning that we were in mm. school, uh, <laughs> you know? Okay. 
It's like because I grew up not just like I have a father who also like has a number of projects going on around the house at all times. Mm. Um, So it's not just like so there's like the cleaning and the chores and the household maintenance, but like also like we uh, um, my parents had a house that they were like building out the basement the the entirety of my Mm. childhood, you know, like, yeah. Or not my childhood, childhood, but like once we came to the United States, so like in my teen years, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was maybe like Saturday would be a cleaning day, and Sunday I'd be like, you know, putting up drywall or something. <laughs> wow, <laughs> you know? that's amazing. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we did not. Yeah, I did so not, I definitely yeah. did like grow up like being put to work, and to me, child labor seems like one of the upsides of having children. So I understand. <laughs> I really think that no matter what, like you're giving them more than they're giving you, you know, it's not an equal exchange, <laughs> Absolutely. which like, Absolutely. as it should be, I think as it should be, I did not actually grow up with any of even like a lot of chores. And honestly, like I, I kind of regret it. Like, I think that like, there's some skill sets that I feel like I just didn't learn because I wasn't Yeah. How asked did you to learn how to clean as an adult? I'm like, I feel like I'm kind of still learning. I just bought mm. my first like um, spin mop. <laughs> um, that's kind of like a viral, you know, like people on the internet really like this mop. And um, yeah, I was What's like, how a do spin mop? It's I'm like, wondering it, if that's the kind of mop that I have. It's like on the side where you would, you know, normally you'd squeeze out the mop, right? Like in a traditional mop bucket. This one has like a pedal and you spin and it like spins the mop head dry. Interesting. Yeah. I grew up with a very specific kind of mop that everybody in Venezuela uses, but nobody uses here. It's like a giant squeegee, and then you like use an old towel, uh, and then like pasas coleto así. You know what I mean? But like, that's I mean, not what right. anybody mops with in I the mean, United States. My abuela definitely mopped with like a, a wooden stick, like with the, in a T shape, and then you just put like a T shirt on the bottom of it. Oh yeah, yeah. That's like like what, that. what we had. That's what yeah. we had. But it was like a, yeah. the the T bottom was a squeegee. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, so this like, is just like a palito. Put, like <laughs> palo. Yeah, call it palo. yeah, yeah. Understood. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, I don't know. I just I I didn't. You know, I honestly like didn't learn a lot of practical skills from my family growing up. Like, I feel mm. like, and it's something that I like as an adult really wish that I had more capacity for. Like being handy and like doing things like that um because yeah it's just my family you know my parents are like intellectuals they're very smart people but they're not like doing home projects you know like yeah they're, they're yeah. hiring they hired people to do those projects and then my stepmother definitely cleaned the house but she never I mean, we had to like load the dishwasher i think that was it it was very minimal which of course as wow. a kid i was like happy about but as an adult of course yeah i'm not that happy about it because i've yeah i've had to kind of learn things after the fact, you know? Wow, that's a good perspective because I definitely hated it. <laughs> right. But, but you have I a lot do, of skills. I feel like I have yeah. a lot of skills, yes. yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know that what's the way it is to make a child not hate it, but... And now as an yeah, adult, like, no. I really like cleaning. I, I mean, mean I, I had a very messy room as a kid. You know, my mom was always, like, trying to get me to clean my room, and I, like, wouldn't. And now, like, cleaning mm-hmm. is, like, one of my self-care activities, which is strange turn of events, you know? Mm, interesting, Yeah. I, like I still don't really it. like it, but I like when it's done. So I like, you know, like doing it, like I feel like I can get sometimes I have this like I will like hyper fixate on like small tasks. Like I'll like get like 
really organized inside of a drawer and then i'll be Mm. like fuck like everything is still dirty outside of this drawer Mm -hmm. (laughs) but Mm -hmm. but i do you know then i have like an organized drawer you know it's like it's i i do get to those small projects just maybe not sometimes in the order that i um think is a normal priority of orders but um but i do love when it's like all done i think that my current style which is not how i learned to clean and um, I learned to like have like like dedicate like an entire day of the weekend to clean, mm-hmm. and I feel like that is harder for me as an adult. Like that's definitely how I do it. But like, if I don't have a full day for whatever reason, then it feels harder to clean. And um. I'm finding that like doing small little bits of everything like over time to mm-hmm. like maintain is a much better strategy for me. Mm-hmm. But um, that's not how I learned. So. I was not expecting to make this shout out, but I want to give a shout out to a TikTok creator slash author who I love her content and she, her handle is domestic blisters, <laughs> which I think mm. is a good, it's a good handle. Um, and she also has a book called how to keep house while drowning. And it's actually specifically for like neurodivergent people, which I don't actually identify as neurodivergent. Like she has ADHD, but I really like her uh-huh. approach to like cleaning and she's very big on like cleanliness is morally neutral it's really about like yeah. making your okay. house like work for you. And um, uh-huh. so I'll put, I'll put a link in the show notes to her content, but I've gotten a lot out of that. Just like, yeah. An approach to cleaning that it's about like making your house serve you versus the other way around, you know? And, mm. um, and yeah, for people who are neurodivergent and like do struggle with hyperfixation or task initiation, she has like a lot of um, tips and ideas for how to deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. I love, um, I do love like cleaning tips. Like there mm-hmm. used to be back in like the blog days of the internet, um, when the hairpin was big, mm. there used to be a column on the hairpin called ask a clean person. Mm, I remember that. Jolie Care. And I, remember that. I just like love like those kinds of things, like those kinds of like, well, this is a protein stain. So you would treat that differently than you would treat like this other kind of stain. And mm-hmm. like, I feel like the skill of like knowing how to like care for things also is a thing that um, is lost now because we are, we live in a really like a culture of disposability. And so we don't often like when there's a stain, like don't know how to get it out or um, you know, like don't know the best way to like depill a sweater mm-hmm. or, you know, like things like that. And I feel like those are the kinds of things that were really essential to being able to make your um, things last much mm-hmm. longer, like extend mm-hmm. the life of your belongings, which um, is not something that society values very much today. Um, it's much more of like a planned obsolescence type of thing. Mm-hmm. So I do, I do love um, cleaning tips because I feel like it's also part of that, you know, like keeping mm-hmm. s- like maintenance on, on something will um, make it ma- extend its life. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. This is more like process tips than it is like how to clean something tips. But I just looked at that. Mm-hmm. Ask a clean person was a podcast, but it stopped in 2019. I remember. Oh, it was also while. a podcast. I never listened to a podcast. I only yeah. like listened to the advice column and like the, yeah, it was like it. the best because yeah. people would be like, I was, you know, like having a one night stand on my couch and there's semen on my pillow. How do I get it out? Or like <laughs> I had too much Chardonnay at the fundraiser and I puked in my purse. What do I do? <laughs> you know, like it's like the most absurd shit, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, what's your, what's your cleaning? What's your, what's your nomination for best song for leaving your house sparkling? So I went with the, um, 
emotional Thea ballad category. So for that, <laughs> um, this is one of the greatest. This song is Querida by Juan Gabriel. So a little a bit to your, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And a little to your like Escoba moment. I feel like the breakdown when he's like, Dime cuando tú, dime cuando tú, dime cuando tú vas a volver. Uh-huh. Ah, that's like a great like brood slash mop moment. True, true, true. Also, anything that involves like crooning, I think is also good. You know, you can croon while you mop. Absolutely. It's so good. And the best way to do it for me (laughs) is to like turn it up as far as it will go and then sing really loudly. But it doesn't matter how bad you are because you can't hear it. Yep. Yep. It's beautiful. I have to admit that I've actually more recently been like doing more like podcasts while cleaning and like podcasts just Mm. generally while like doing things around my house or talking on the phone. I also like to do that um, while I like tidy and clean, but this is making me be like, I, maybe I should reach back for the, for the music again. Cause it definitely has an energy to it, you know? Uh huh. And we have, for me, it sort of depends if I have a lot of time, I love the music, but if I try to get things done in like a shorter amount of time where like, getting distracted is going to be more of a problem for me which happens a lot i get distracted a lot it's helpful for like like even like when i wash my face in the morning and get ready in the morning i need to have something that like engages my brain so i'm Mm. not like you know my brain isn't like what are you gonna do today oh you should take this out of the freezer oh you should you know like for you forgot to buy this thing online yesterday oh you forgot to like press send on that email you know like if my mind is spinning too much, like I'll start like doing like too many things. So if I have my brain engaged on a podcast, like it'll prevent me from doing that. And like, I can do like the activities sort of in peace. Um, so like a podcast or like the phone also can be really useful for that. So it just like depends on the vibe, but they're both, they can both be really great. So it's actually like multitasking sort of helps you stay focused in a weird way. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's interesting. Yeah, I think I'm just, yeah, I'm a little bit obsessed with always having something stimulating my mind, you know? Like, I'm, I'm not very good at single tasking. Like, I'm always, I'm always, like, listening to something while doing X, Y, or Z. Um, 
Oh yeah, me too. Me too. I'm just like, otherwise it seems like a waste of my time. I'm like, <laughs> I've got boring. things to learn, things right. to do. Like it's, I, <laughs> I know that that's not like you know a very like mindful approach. No, no. <laughs> but, I but I do love like the idea of like being very efficient. Like let me like learn this thing or like know what's going on in the world and also you know like something that I love. So, but. It can be nice sometimes to just like do one thing and really mm-hmm. focus on that if you're mm-hmm. able to. I do it like once a year when I go to a meditation retreat where I let go of everything. <laughs> it's very focused. It's like one week a year and then the rest of the year it's like four things at once. <laughs> but I give myself that, that week, you know, it's something. Yeah, yeah. All right. This next category honestly makes me feel a little nostalgic for like the before times because I haven't had this experience oh. since before COVID. I'm still like not going out to clubs really or if i am i'm wearing a mask and it's just a different vibe you know um yeah yeah so this category is most likely to make you drop your drink to go dance at the club (laughs) (laughs) run to the dance floor most likely to drop your drink and run to the dance floor Uh exactly exactly my pick is i had trouble picking one but i ended up landing on this song which is rakata by wisin yandel let's take another listen classic um i remember when i first heard this song like i was like in a friend's car oh, really yeah yeah it was late wow, it was later I than when it came out no idea i, I know. no idea when i first heard it i was actually with jonathan rosa who we both know shout out jonathan i don't think he listens to this podcast but um i was with him in chicago and i remember hearing the song for the first time in his car and i was like what is this so good so um yeah oh this song God, is just that's amazing this song is just the goat i don't know i mean there's there's a there's quite a few quite a few reggaeton songs that can get me to have this feeling but this one kind of reached to the top um and then my runner-up which is like i have to mention is you know quiero bailar by evie queen because it's just yeah that's so a, good. i mean to me i like i really wanted to go with like classic reggaeton here you know mm-hmm. like because mm-hmm. i think that something a song like this is just like harkens a song that will harken back to you to like a formative moment I feel like is what this category is sort of about Mm -hmm. um and 
I mean, sometimes like there will be like a song that you're into like a certain summer and in a certain moment. And that's like, that's certainly true. I feel like right now there isn't like a current song that I'm like, okay, this is the one that is going to make me run to the dance floor or something like that. Mm. But that has happened, you know, to me before. But I was also sort of in this like classic reggaeton like era. And I tried not to be too obvious with my pick um yeah. because i was like this close to picking gasolina and i was like no girl like pick something different <laughs> i know but i mean and no one can argue with that one no it's true and nobody can argue with racata right also culo is another one you know i mean there's just so many so what did you end up oh landing God, on culo that's so funny <laughs> you would you don't agree with that one <laughs> i would not drop my drink to go dance to culo but um I, if I was on, I would I would do it. If I was already on the dance floor, I wouldn't leave. If I wouldn't cross my arms, <laughs> it was. Um, <laughs> I play pickleball on Friday nights with this like queer group, and um, Tanya actually, who you know, was DJing, and that song came on Kulo, and I was just like dancing on the pickleball court. <laughs> like, oh my god! I don't think yeah, many people that... around me knew what was happening, but I was like, it's so funny, Kulo. <laughs> I feel like this is an extremely Perez moment. Like you're dancing yeah. to pitbull at the pickleball court. <laughs> True. That with should my, just be your brand. With my ex-partner. He's now my friend, DJ. Yeah. With your ex. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. D-Bless. It's true. Yeah, very deep plus. <laughs> All right. Well, what did, what did you pick? What do you feel like is the least, the not so obvious pick? Well, it's not that it's not obvious. It's just like not as obvious as gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I went also with a reggaeton classic. This is a personal favorite of mine, El Tiburón by Alexis Ifigo. so much i love this one so much and i feel like it was like i mean it's obviously beloved but i mm-hmm. feel like it finally got its just due with um once like bad bunny was like you know like paid homage to mm-hmm. el tiburon and so I f- I'm like, okay, great. Like, I feel like Mami que tu quiera que llego tu tiburón is like very <laughs> like Alexis y Fido homage. So 
um, uh, after that, I feel like it's been getting the respect that it deserves. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. So this next category is really, I feel like, your category, so maybe you should introduce it. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> this is like a type of, uh, this is a category that like makes me, it makes me really love a song. And this category is best song that makes you feel feelings that you don't really feel. And when a song makes me feel something that like I have no business feeling that like is not a life situation that I either I'm going through or have been through, I feel like I'm like, wow, y'all did a great job because I really feel like I'm going through this specific situation right now and I'm not. So I absolutely love that. So you picked a song for this category and so did I tell me what you picked yeah and mine there was also a category that we ended up dropping called a song that most most likely to make you cry in the shower <laughs> which Beto didn't <laughs> feel like she could relate to and this song I kind of feels like <laughs> it could be either even though I don't actually I don't actually cry to songs in the shower that's like not really my thing but um so let's take a listen I'll explain this one it's called Prometiste and it's an MTV unplugged version by Pepe Aguilar, Angela Aguilar, and La Marisol. Especially, well, so when it first came into my life, it was like a breakup song. But the funny thing was, it was like, I was like mourning a breakup that wasn't that, like the relationship was not that deep. Like the lyrics of the song Mm. are like, you promise you'd never leave me. And it's like, we never made, I would never make those promises to anyone, nor would anybody make that (laughs) promise to me, you know? So in that way, it sort of feels like it fits that bill of like... It's a little bit like exagerado, you know? Like it was like a three-month relationship, and I was just for whatever reason like having a hard time with it. Um, so there was that like sort of like falseness of the moment, like it connected me with this feeling, but it was like a little bit mm-hmm. out of out of the league, really, mm-hmm. of what was happening in my life. Right. I right. Hadn't been dating. It's not like it was someone I was married to for 20 years, you know. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then now, you know, it still has like a very sad. It's such a sad and sentimental song, but I'm, yeah, I'm not necessarily in that place, you know, but I have listened to it since then and, and still felt those feelings. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I remember being in like a Target parking lot and <laughs> listening to this song 
and like crying. <laughs> oh man, yeah. rough times. It was rough. It was rough. I don't know. Sometimes some things hit you harder than others for whatever reason, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think that that's like, I don't know. I feel like sometimes things, and there's like other things in your life that make you feel some things more um, acutely for whatever reason. And then it feels like more dramatic than it has any business mm-hmm. being, even mm-hmm. though like, but like whatever you feel it. Yeah. My sisters and I have this like, I think it's after like some meme that we saw on the internet where some girl is like crying but trying to feel better and eating some watermelon and then it like falls on her and she just like begins bawling. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. That's right. my sisters call it like a watermelon moment where like you like have like <laughs> an extraordinary reaction. Right. Like about to break down over like I don't know, you spilled some watermelon on your shirt, you right. know. They're so out of your favorite sometimes things drink add up. Something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah, like, exactly. It's like, can't. oh no, they don't have the juice blend that I like at the grocery store. <laughs> you know, like, no, you see, this is the last straw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Um, but yeah, I also just love this song. I think it's really beautiful. So I, I've brought it before. Um, it is very beautiful. Yeah. I really, I don't know if like it's because like I came up on these, but like the format of like MTV Unplugged, like the like, mm-hmm. you know, taking songs that might be like produced with a lot of electronic elements and seeing like how they work out with uh, only acoustic instrumentation, I think is, it can be really cool. Yeah. Like it definitely can sometimes like lean into like a little bit corny, but I think generally it's it can be done pretty dope. Like if you are creative about arrangements and stuff. Yeah. And I think so it like, like it really kind of reveals like this, the talent beneath the production, you know, the voices and the instrumentation, mm-hmm. like you can't hide behind. There's no auto tune to hide behind, you know, <laughs> not that these, these folks would ever auto tune, but yeah. Um, yeah. We didn't think that these folks weren't vocally talented, but no, yeah, for sure. No. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. I mean, La Marisol is like one of my favorite voices in in Latin music. So, yeah. All right, what's your? I know there's a lot of songs that you've re- references for, but which did you pick for today? Yeah, I, the one that I immediately thought of, I brought really recently, so I decided not to. It's Tu Señora by um, by mm. Tomás del Real, mm-hmm. and that one is like about a long distance relationship and like right. longing in a long distance relationship, and I like. You know, I had a long distance relationship like in one time when I was 17 and I was like, this blows <laughs> never again. <laughs> lucky, so, how, how lucky for you. <laughs> and definitely not in that situation and haven't been. But the one that I ended up picking is like a deep, deep heartbreak song. And, um, you know, like when I've most been listening to this song, I've definitely not been heartbroken at all. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> this is Tu Falta de Querer by Mon Laferte. Sigue 
Yeah, I mean, I think that part of it is like um, el sentimiento en la voz. I think mm -hmm. tu señora is not an example of this, but often I think songs that have this effect for me are like really incredible vocalists that um, are able to carry a lot of feeling in their voices. And I feel like when I hear this, I just hear this suffering of like, oh my God, like how come you don't love me? Like, it's just like the fucking worst. And like, I have definitely felt that feeling before, um, but um, it's not even like, oh, it reminds me of having felt that because it's not been often. Usually I'm more of a person that's like, okay, once we're done, it's like a fucking wrap. But... Mm -hmm. It just makes me feel like, oh my god, like, yes, like, I just, like, want, like, I feel like, it almost makes me feel like I want to suffer like that, like, I am <laughs> suffering, like, I'm, like, singing, it's like, yes, yes, uh, you know, like, yeah. and then it's over, and then I'm like, oh yeah, that has nothing to do with me, mm -hmm. but <laughs> mm -hmm. I love it so much. Yeah, it's a good one, it's a really good one, she even has in the album cover, she has, like, the, like, um, mascara streaked face. Crying yes, it's yeah. so the aesthetic Goth. of the visual <laughs> is also so on point. Like she's in this like you know like Santa dress with all this like white lace and tulle, and like it's like uh, it's just fucking beautiful. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty incredible. I do have a breakup playlist. Um, I just added this one to my breakup playlist. I think it's a good one. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> is it one that you reuse for breakups? Like, it doesn't matter <laughs> what the breakup is. You just, like, come back to it. <laughs> you know, I made it, like, many years ago and then never really got into it because I, like, immediately jumped into a new relationship, which is not usually my MO, but it happened in this one period. And so it's kind of like the breakup playlist that, like, has never really had its moment. So I don't know, but I still, <laughs> I like add songs to it, I guess, in the hopes that maybe someday or just to have a place to like collect these songs. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's good. That's yeah, good. <laughs> yeah. But this is a really, Amazing. this is a really good one. Well, all right, y'all. <laughs> I hope that you all enjoyed all these categories. What are your categories? Do you think that there's something that we missed? Maybe we'll host another uh -huh. uh, Radio Benea like Awards with some categories that you <laughs> mm -hmm. alert us to. So let I us know. I would love that. I would love that. I think that'd be great. This is a fun. This was a fun brainstorm. Um, <laughs> as always, all the information about the songs are in our show notes at RadioBenea.com, and make sure that you're following our Instagram and our Twitter. We also have a cute newsletter where we tell you what we're reading and what we're into these days. Sometimes it's music. Sometimes it's something totally random, like, mm -hmm. you know, the Shakira Jam memes. Right. Or tennis. Um, I don't know if you saw mine this, this week. I did see that. You're into <laughs> tennis these days. You're watching, watching the tennis. Australian Open. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is? What have I come to? Yeah, fascinating. <laughs> so sign up for our newsletter and find out all of our random interests. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, shout out to Maite for your editing and we will see you all next week hasta la próxima y'all bye